0: If you're a beginner, we're not going to talk over your head. It's more like asking your buddy for help. We have guests, we have fun, and let me tell you, these two can get off on a tangent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to HTML All the Things Podcast. This is Matt Lawrence and Mike Curran. That's
1: what right, everybody, we are back, and this is episode 154, the four day work week featuring Derek Duncan. So we put a little word feature in there because Mike and I are going to do something a little different this episode. We're going to have the guest on, Derek, of course, going to give us a bunch of insight. And then we're going to kind of have another conversation, with just Mike and I after, just a brief one, after the interview as well, to kind of break down what he said because there's a lot of great insight in there. I'm Matt, that's Mike. And this week we'll be discussing the new work-life balance trend, the four-day work week, which is self-descriptive. Instead of working five days, you work four days and you get three days off. If that sounds interesting to you, because it should, because you're working less, and you want to support the show, you can go check us out on that Patreon, leave a review, reviewer rating on your podcast app, join us in our Discord server, or share this with your friends. And now we're joined to, to, today, because we're actually recording the intro-outro on the same day as the as the uh, interview, and the crazy thing is, is that this isn't going to be out for like three, four weeks, because I've been editing podcasts literally every day, so this is going to be an interesting one. Uh... It's fresh in our minds, but you guys won't hear this for a long time. So I'm just rambling on about our own schedule that you don't care about. So, anyway, <clears throat> Derek Duncan joins us on the podcast today to give us his insight on how the company that he co founded called Instinct Science transitioned to a four day work week. Now, Instinct Science, uh, I believe he said, is an, a, a veterinary software company, and they recently transitioned to a four day work week structure. And he gave us a bunch of insight into how that works how the salary works. I know some of you guys are going to be like, "Hey, how that, how's the money work there? How the salary works? How they handle different like logistical challenges and coverage for for clients and support and all that stuff." So it was a really great interview, really great conversation. Let's cut to that right now. <laughs> All right, everybody, we have Derek on the line here. He's gonna be talking about the four-day work week as we've already discussed. And uh, you know, we're excited to get into the conversation. But before we jump right into the bulk of the show, Derek, how's it going? How's your COVID life? How uh how you doing today? What's
2: going on? Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I'm doing well. Uh we're doing well here. We're just uh hanging out at the house and doing house projects and um, staying busy at home and staying busy at work. So things going well. Awesome. Awesome.
3: Awesome. So yeah, Derek, again, thank, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, this is kind of a really close to the heart topic for me. I've been doing a lot of research on it and I kind I wanted to have someone on that uh, has experience with it. And we, we kind of connected on Twitter just to give a little bit of background information for everyone listening. Uh, and you were saying that your company, I think it's called instinct.vet Uh is trend like has transitioned to the four-day work week. So I, I was kind of wondering a few things obviously, but first let's start off. Why did your company decide to go down that path?
2: Yeah, so uh instinct we we've been around for four years. Um so we we started and built built the product uh in Uh, 2017 and got that to market, and we've just been working hard since then to uh, to just scale it and continue adding features and products uh, to our company. And so in 2020, it was a big R and D year for us. We spent um, a lot of time just building out uh, new features, and so our team was was uh, working hard. And as leadership team, we we were discussing uh, in the end of 2020 about the next year. You know, what was the vision that we wanted for this year? What was the tone we wanted to set? The team had been working hard. Um, and one of the topics we were talking about was sustainability. Um, we we recognized and we were hearing from the team they couldn't do this pace forever. And what we were realizing is that, um, you know, the the general kind of week cycle of work five days, Rest two days, um, it wasn't providing the rest that uh, you know our team needed to come back and work as much as we were working for five days. Um, so, you know, we were looking at some some overall changes to our pace and schedule um, and trying to focus on sustainability. And one of the things that we brought brought up was the CEO brought up was what about a four-day work week? um he had read some some articles on this of other companies exploring this and how it was a, an overall benefit to the personal well-being of their employees and then still okay for productivity um and so we just started discussing it and realized this might be a really good thing to add to the company um starting in 2021 and and so we we discussed how that would work for us um figured out a plan uh, we planned on uh on having you know, working Monday through Thursday and then having a coordinated rest day on Friday. Um, so the way that worked is we would work, um, just on, we, got, we tried we try to use some of like Google's 20% model, um, which was you could log in and just work on a, a couple slow, uh, maybe some things you've pushed to the end of the week, nothing core project, but anything you're just interested in, just you know, log in. And you can work on that a little bit Friday morning, and uh, and then the rest of the day is yours. And we really wanted to emphasize that the team spend the day um, trying to uh, do activities that promoted personal well being, promoted rest. Uh, don't go pick up a side job, please, on Friday. Try to try to rest, and we think this is going to help us as a whole company long-term uh, sustain hard work Monday through Thursday, but rest really well to be able to come back for the rest of the week. So yeah. that's what we did for 2021, and we've been doing it since and um, been going really well.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that was a really good breakdown. Thanks for that. Uh, how did your current employees react to that decision? I'm guessing it was, a. were they shocked or were you kind of upfront with them as you were talking about it?
2: Yeah. So uh, at the start of 2021, we had a we had a team wide call, and uh, one thing we view our company as is the first product. Um, we we have lots of products, but the company is the first one. If if we're not doing well, then other our other products won't do well. So we presented it as like a, a company feature that we're releasing in 2021, and um, and everyone was really excited about this. Uh, it was you know, to just the idea of working four days a week. Um, that's exciting. Uh, you, know, you get three days pretty much off. Yeah. It's, I guess it's technically two and a half days for us, but, um, that Friday is very slow. So, uh, the team was excited. There were some logistical challenges that came up, um, on the development side, uh, we can largely set our own schedule. Uh, we're we're working as a team internally to produce a product uh, for our customers. but the more service oriented teams, the ones that are working with customers and you know scheduling a meeting with someone who's not working four days a week, that presents a challenge um, because you know this if you try to take Friday off, your customers aren't. Um, and so, There, We try to think through this on a leadership level, and there was a lot of good feedback from our team about how do we not only have part of the company doing four days a week and the rest of the company working, you know, five, maybe even six days trying to support our customers. And so there was some individual team coordination of how do we get the members of this team working four days a week, kind of on some shift schedules so that uh, everyone can participate in this new company feature.
1: I actually had a question about, so you mentioned sustainability and logistics. And one of the things I was kind of wondering is, you know, so in various industries, not just tech, but like tech, uh, like literally logistics, like truck driving and this and that, like you were saying, you know, your customers don't stop, but some businesses, you know, are 24 seven. Now, I don't know how on call your staff were uh, when they just had the two day weekends or how on call they are now, but how, how, or do you even need to worry about covering you know, certain periods of time where most people are gone, do you have to hire another shift? Is there someone that's on call once a month for, you know, a week and then it that rotates? Like, how does that work out for you guys? Or did you guys even have to consider anything like that to have,
2: you know, effectively 24-7 coverage for customers? Right. Yeah. So, there. yeah, you're right. There's a lot of different industries that have dealt with this and solved this problem before. I think this, um, I think we're just we're trying to figure out how it works for our team. Um, But on, on the product side where the development team is, is building out the product uh, we were intentional about trying to do a coordinated four days on one day off or three days off. Um, And that was for syncing issues. So if I'm working on Monday and, and most of my team is off um, and then Tuesday, some of the other, other members of the team are off suddenly you have this coordination syncing issue that unless you're completely asynchronous um, in all of your communication you, you have problems and i'm i would imagine if a company did that they would be less productive just because it takes so much more time to communicate so on the dev side we really wanted to make sure that we were coordinated so we could stay efficient in communication um, on the customer side, uh, we make medical software, so we have to be available 24 seven for issues. Um, and so, so, we, the way they approached this really was more of a shift thing. So the team would, co- some of the team would cover on Fridays so that other team, other members of the team could take off on Thursdays and vice versa. And they also do a shift, um, format for the weekends as well. Um, but you can get really creative, uh, I mean, in, in hospital settings, you know, people are working, uh, they're working three days a week at, uh, 12 hours. So they can take, you know, the rest of the day off or the rest of the week off. Um, this, I, there's a lot of creative ways to get around this, but other industries are doing this and trying to emphasize, you know, some fo- very focused uh, work days out of the week, and then some very focused rest days out of the week as well. And that that's a that's an interesting point you made too about the
1: uh, but the shift work because other like you're saying other industries do it. And one of the things that you know I, I would assume would affect the rest of your employees, um, at, like during those three or two and a half days off. And you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Would be If no one was covering, or effectively, no one is covering those, you know, the weekend. So, Saturday, Sunday, and then now the Friday. If no one's covering those days, you know, sure, maybe everyone's off. There's no issues, but everyone's kind of on call. And then that kind of interrupts the rest because you're like, what if something happened? I better check my phone again. What if something happened? I better check my email again. So, having that shift where you're just like, you walk away, you don't have to do anything. You're just like, hey, you know, Jim has it covered, whoever. And then you just kind of walk away is probably, even better uh, in in even better than say you know having the two days off, having no one watch over the weekend officially right no one's in the office for the weekend but then have that constant looming like I better check my phone I gotta check my phone again and then you're not really resting you're like having a slow work day almost at home right
2: right yes if it's very helpful to delegate who's responsible during this time um, so yeah the people who are not responsible they can rest. And and we did the same thing on development too. We we need to be available for fires over the weekend, um, and we did this before slow Fridays, um, and and we just did shift schedules for that. You know, you you knew you were you were the one on call if something went wrong, um, so it's just kind of a, expanding that concept a little bit more to an extra day in the week. I like that. I
3: I like the 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 whole like you're on call this this weekend more formalized than just like saying that hey everyone's on call just be ready at all times because then it gives those people that aren't on call a real rest like they can actually like shut down their phones and do whatever the heck they want and the people that are on call yeah they probably won't get contacted like I'm sure you don't have fires every weekend but at least they're they know that there's a potential chance so they know that they have to kind of be ready for that so. It's a, it's a nice way of doing it rather than just leaving it up to the employees to decide if they're on on call or not and having that conflict come
2: up. Right. Something that helped us think through this is you know when our CEO suggested this in our in our conversation, you know it, it blew some of our minds and I think it probably blew some of your listeners' minds thinking about you know working four days a week and there's a lot of questions that pop up. But one of the things that helped us is our company during the summers we used to do uh, summer hours which i think a lot of companies do this you work um you know all the way through f- friday till noon and then you take off friday afternoon to go do something fun in the summer um and i, I think that's a pretty common pattern in in tech tech companies and in other companies and really what we were doing was just thinking about making that permanent like if we do that in the summer why can't we do that all year round And, uh, and we just asked ourselves that question and suddenly we realized, oh, we're comfortable with this idea already. It just sounds weird doing that all year round, but, but we already saw the benefits of doing it in the summer. Our, our, you know, our team was happy that we got pictures of what everyone was doing. It boosted morale. Um, and our company didn't crash and burn in the summer. (laughs) We survived and we still produce products in the summer. So um, that helped That helped us maybe helps someone else too.
3: Yeah, and t- it totally does. And that, that's why I want to spread this as much as possible is that this isn't some far-fetched idea that hasn't been tested before. Like this has been done for quite a long time and there's been a lot of tests around this. It's not crazy. This is absolutely doable. And I mean, your firsthand account is why I wanted to have you on here is like to say that it's not that complicated. But having said that, was there an adjustment period? Like, I'm sure that it wasn't just click and everything's perfect. Did you have to like kind of, you know, reorganize here and there? Did you have to have meetings individually with people to make sure that everyone's kind of on track and on board?
2: Yeah, there were a couple of challenges starting out. Um, And I think one of the primary challenges was um, when we communicated this to the team, we wanted them to understand that we were not expecting them to work on Fridays on, on core projects. Um, and so we overemphasized that. And what happened is we had some of the team who had projects going that they were really hyped about, or they, they felt like they really wanted to get done. And Friday rolls around and they're like, I want to finish this project today. I don't want to wait till Monday. And they felt like it was forbidden to work on that project. Um, so there's a little bit of, you know, just communication and and clarifying that, um, this four day week, it's more about freedom than it is about time. So no one's forbidden to work on Fridays. If they want to work on Fridays, uh, they can do that, but it's more that as a company, we're saying you have freedom to choose how you want to spend your Friday. Um, you, you don't have to spend it on core projects. Um, it's not expected and the whole company from the top down is looking at a week as a four day week, not a five day week. Um, so, so I think that was some of the the challenges that came up, uh, was that, you know, initial coordination. Um, there were some challenges around deployment too, from the dev side, you know, don't deploy on Fridays. Well. Now, Thursday is your new Friday, and you have Monday through Wednesday to deploy, and it's not very much time. Um, so, there was, a, there was some trying to coordinate. Uh, we were mostly comfortable pushing Thursday mornings, but not so much Thursday afternoon. Um, and that was just because we were around on Friday mornings if something really did come up. Um, but those were a couple of challenges that came to mind. And then the, the maybe one of the more recent challenges we faced is uh, within the, the, our company we have a new product that we're working on, um, and it's really in that startup phase, that you know, trying to get a product to market phase, and uh, and realistically, to work four days a week on a product that hasn't hit the market yet, um, it hasn't been totally validated yet. Uh, We, we aren't getting user feedback. We aren't getting revenue on it. Um, It doesn't make a lot of sense to only work four days a week on that. Um, And that kind of goes just to uh, maybe a, a broader concept that people are, you know, people think about when you say work four days a week, if you ask the question, if someone works 60 hours a week and 40 hours a week, who's going to get more done? And, it's going to be the sixty-hour-week person. They're going to get more done in the short term, they're pro- because they're just spending more time on it. But in the long term, um, they're probably going to burn out. It's not going to be a sustainable pace, and they're not going to get as much done in the long term as the person who's looking at the long term and saying, "How do I keep a sustainable, steady, strong pace for this this uh, length of time?" It's it's the tortoise and the hare kind of analogy. Um, and so that's what we've looked at as the company as a whole. Now that we are to market, we want to last. We want to be able to survive for a long time. Um, but for this new product where we need to um, validate it quickly, get it to market, We've, uh, some of us who are working on this, we are working still five days a week because we're trying to get in the hours, trying to get in the work in the very short term, um, recognizing consciously, this is not, um, something we want to do long-term and it's not as healthy for us, uh, but we're committed to it for the short term, short term. And once we get through this, um, product to market phase, uh, we will adapt it into the, the four uh, four day week schedule with the rest of the team. So that's what that's one way we've handled the challenge. I'm sure there's other ways, but that's how we've approached uh, that kind of product to market uh, fit challenge. That I'm sure other companies will face too.
1: How uh, how intense is a normal workday? So I know that you know some companies. Every company handles different things differently, but some companies will have like sort of a really relaxed everyday workday so they they'll they have the you know be ready on weekends and work your five days but you know the employees are they finish their task for the day and they're down in the lobby or it's just more chill or they can leave whenever they want or again every company is a little bit different so the actual days themselves are more relaxed so how intense is say a regular workday at your company is, is, you know, are you getting tasks where you're just going to barely squeak by that deadline? Is it, you know, more chill where somebody can kind of have quite a bit of quote unquote free time and have a lot of time to do those tasks per day? How intense is it? And with that, how much like, cause obviously if someone's like resting, you know, are they like really, is it like a really fast paced environment? And so therefore they really need a lot of rest or is it just sort of a chill office environment, but you just want to have you just want to get people
2: out of the office and into their own hobbies and such. right. Yeah, that's a good question. Now, so we're we're a remote team, so everyone's working from home. So um, there's not as much of a you know on site office um, culture we're all together. Um, but, yeah, regarding the pace of what we're working on, we we have an aggressive roadmap um, and we we have a small team, so, everyone on the team is a huge part of that that roadmap. There's a, a huge contributor. So everyone's working hard. Um, and that's something that, you know, the four-day week, it does for you. It helps time box you in a sense. You're, you're limited to four days of real core product, productive work. Um, so it's definitely intense. Uh, and I think that... What we're trying to focus on is um, is personal personal well-being activities. So something I've noticed um, is that in the tech world, especially where you're working at a computer all day, um, you're you're not overlapping as much with your n- maybe normal human refreshment activities. You're working at a computer and you're in a room with walls and staring at a screen all day. And if I was out um, uh, at a job where I was um, maybe talking with people quite a bit, so there's that social dynamic. Um uh, maybe I was exercising some uh by with physical movement. Um I'm outside getting you know fresh air. Um uh, you're getting these kind of natural rhythms of uh those are things that you you need you know, out of a day but when you're working 4 days a week at a computer in an office you're not overlapping with those normal things and you need more time on the weekend to to get out to uh, to socialize to spend time with um your family your kids uh to exercise you know those kind of things that uh i don't think are happening as much when you're you're at home in an office working all day so that's that's one observation i've had about that dynamic um that that's one reason we want to get people away from their computer um doing those kind of things that will help them actually refresh and rest
1: is this a is is this a a covid measure or have you guys always been remote just out of curiosity we've we've been
2: remote from the beginning yeah okay cool
3: it's the new new way of doing things and it should be the way going forward in my opinion had a lot of conversations uh, about that as well, but we'll, we'll talk maybe about that in the future as well. But, uh, with that, now that you've done it for a little while, I'm sure that you've been kind of measuring productivity. Have you noticed any difference in it? Has it gone up, gone down? Um, I know you, you did mention that uh, like for a new product, you kind of need those hours initially, but for like a main t- maintaining and building out features for an already established product, is there a hit to productivity?
2: yeah um I think productivity is it's an interesting question. It's so hard to measure it exactly um we could be very very productive in in three months and then lose half the team on the fourth month right um so so it's not simply a measure of productivity but yeah for people who are wondering and and whatnot we're we're still shipping we're still um working through our roadmap we're uh, we haven't noticed any noticeable decreases in productivity um, at, at versus, you know, 2021 versus 2020. Um, we, we rather see maybe a more focused team during the week. And, um, and one of the interesting parts of like following this schedule is uh, it kind of reveals your inefficiencies as well. Like if you have, four days a week to work on something that's really important, you're going to start bringing up things that are like inefficient for you. So we, we try to cut out meetings. Like if you're spending three days of your week or two days of your week in meetings, you're, you're going to honestly, on your next one-on-one mention to your manager, I can only get like one or two days of code in a week. And, uh, and so it's revealing these kind of inefficiencies that we've had, and forcing us to address maybe the the root problems behind uh, lack of productivity um, or inefficiency, and uh, and try to tackle those at like a root level instead of just tossing more time at it. Um, so that's that's one effect we've seen. We've become more, I guess, slim and efficient, um, and probably maintain our same level of productivity.
3: Yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing. Like, uh, I think the companies that maybe fail at this, and there are a few examples of that, that I've seen, um, were not able to adapt to that kind of structure. Like they just went and like, Oh, we're going to cut off a day and not change anything. And then all of a sudden, you know, they had three days of meetings and now they only have one day of work instead of two technically. And that could really kind of bite a company in the butt and, uh, make it seem like the four day work week is not possible, even though they just didn't put in that effort. Um, it's good that you guys did and it looks like it's wor- working out for you. So that's awesome. Has it also affected getting talent and main and uh, maintaining that talent?
2: Yeah. So it, it's actually an interesting question. We haven't heavily promoted that we're a four day work week company. Um, it's been somewhat intentional. Uh, we want, people to be attracted to the company for the product and to be excited about that work. But, um, it's not something we're hiding, uh, at all. We just haven't promoted it heavily. Interesting. So, um, yeah. and, but yeah, we, we've gotten some great talent. We've been hiring. Oh, go ahead. Oh
3: no, no, it's okay. I was, I was just going to say like, uh, so you just kind of, do you mention it in the interview process or do you mention, yeah.
2: okay. Yeah it comes up definitely in the interview process, but it's not um, our job posting title is not uh, front end engineer at a four day work week company. <laughs> um, right. So it, it definitely comes up. We talk about it and, and it's, it's kind of fun to see the reactions of of people when they hear it, because it's uh, it's kind we kind of say it maybe in passing, like, wait, by the way, we, we follow a four day work week schedule. We take a slow Friday. Um, it's kind of like nodding ahead. Okay. Okay. And then Wait, what? You only work four days, and then, and then all of these questions you're asking me come and and we get to talk about that. Um, so it's really fun to see the excitement that it gives people in the in the interviewing process, and just see uh, you almost you almost get to see in their eyes just a uh, a vision for oh wow, my life could be so much more flexible with a schedule like this, and uh, and I think you know, we've seen this in our team, but also just seeing that glimpse in the hiring process. I think it generates like a love for the company and a love that, um, you know, there won't be regrets working here. If you can, uh, have enough time to spend on, uh, things that are important to you while still working at a company that you're really excited about.
1: You you mentioned the, the excitement, you know, uh, of people in the interview and, and, and whatnot. Do you, do you think that that, for the current employees or the people that have been experiencing it for a while and will presumably continue to experience it for a while, do you think that the excitement will wear off per se? And then you know, then there's that argument, right? Where it's like, yeah, but then it'll be a three day work, <laughs> work week and it'll be a two day work week. And then it'll just be like, whatever, here's your salary. You know, there's that, you know, kind of I've seen like arguments like that where people kind of go off the rails a bit. But do you think that people will get accustomed to the three days and then three days off, excuse me, and then be like yeah you know what i need 4 days off now like what do you what do you think
2: on that type of argument yeah um yeah it's interesting it's kind of that those kind of discussions come up around the topic of happiness right like we see that that uh, employees need to be happy at at the companies they work at you you see all kinds of productivity and improvements and um, retaining pr- improvements and all of these benefits to this abstract a relative happiness term. <laughs> so it's it's like what what makes people happy. Um I I don't think that our team uh has that mindset where they want to uh they want to demand, you know, less less days to work um now that we've we've demonstrated that we're okay with working 4 days a week. Um I I think the team is is really content with where they're working at and um I know for me that You know, Fridays have become more normal. Like it's, it's not as new anymore that uh, I get to get, I get to take Fridays off, um, to, to do some stuff around the house, but the, um, we're content with it. Like I, I, it's enough time. Um, only having two days a week was, it was tough. Like do your groceries and do, um, spend time with the kids to have social obligations, um, you're, you're pushing it in, in two days. Um, uh, at least from my, my experience in our team's experience that, uh, that, that third day just, it seemed like the perfect balance, um, to be able to fit all of those things in. Um, and frankly, you know, if we're not working enough, I, I would be a little bored. Um, there, there is, there is definitely a balance between, trying to work enough days where you keep that work ethic and promote a good work ethic in your team and in your company. Um but uh also emphasizing that we we rest hard too. So we work hard and we rest hard. Um so I, I don't know it's maybe time will tell. Um, time kind of exposes the flaws in systems. But I think though that will if that comes up we'll just address it at the company level and um, and uh, I think one thing right now that's helpful is uh, four days is kind of a new thing. Like, not a lot of companies are doing this. So, um, so when you when you do look at what other companies are doing, you realize and you can be reminded to be grateful for um, just kind of these little benefits that we that I know I end up taking for granted sometimes.
3: Yeah. I could, I can imagine. And I bet you're like the company probably already didn't have much like a a bad retention rate, I think, because you sound like, it sounds like a pretty progressive company. You guys had work from home right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm wondering, did it have any effect, any noticeable effect, or was it kind of like the same?
2: Like on retention, rate? Yeah. On retention. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, we didn't have a a poor retention rate, so it's hard to compare. Um, so I mean, it stayed about the same, but uh, we we haven't had any issues. Um, we've we've had a lot of expressions of uh, I, I love working at Instinct, and I don't ever want to leave. <laughs> okay, good.
3: Okay, well we'll we'll go we'll check it off as a positive then I think. But it's good yeah. that you guys already had a good retention rate, so it's it kind of a good comparison to make mm-hmm. anyway. Um, okay, and last question here did you keep the salaries the same? Like when you announced this where you're like, we're going to reduce the salaries by 10% or 20% and same thing with, for new hires, are they the same?
2: Yeah. So I told you the team was excited about it. I think if we announced four day work week and less salaries, no one would be that excited. Um, No, we we kept the same salaries and, and whatnot. And, and we've, it's more of just a, a future vision kind of thing we we want people to um to be able to work here long term still provide for their needs still uh, make a, a competitive salary and we just we just view it as like the kind of work that we're doing is it's hard work we're, we're pushing hard there's there's the creative aspect of it which takes um it takes flexibility and freedom to you can't just force creativity out of your brain. Um, and so there's, there's a whole dynamic to the work that we view um, this as an investment you know, in our employees to get the best work out of them and, um, and hopefully that they feel like they're getting a lot out of the company in, in, in return. So yeah, we didn't see it as, a, as a, a cost of losing one day a week. We saw it more as an investment um, and maybe part of that's the monetary investment of the company. Uh, technically, getting one less a day of work out of their employees, but um, but we view it as uh, we'll all get it back in the end, in the long term.
3: That's a great mindset. I like that, uh, and that that's kind of how I how I see it as well. Is that it's it's definitely an investment from the company, but it's something that could pay dividends in the future. So it's it's a nice thought process for deciding to go down that route for anyone else listening that could go down that route. Um, but with that, uh, thanks a lot for coming on and giving us your example and the company, uh, how you guys went, went about it. Uh, I just want to kind of pass off the floor to you. If you have anything you want to talk about, if you want to talk about your company, if you want to promote anything, this is kind of like your shameless self plugs, if you want, uh, to say anything on that.
2: Yeah, thanks. Well, I don't have too much to plug except, uh, we, I, am really proud of our company, um, Instinct Science. Uh, we, we make veterinarian uh, software, which is very fun. You get to help animals, and you get to uh, improve software in the industry that's that's been neglected by software for a while, and um, and that's pretty exciting. So, you can check us out if you'd like. Um, but yeah, I, I encourage anyone. Um, maybe there's leadership listening to this and to try to consider it on how you could really help your team and serve your team with this approach, but also from, you know, if you're not leadership, uh, put yourself in your leaders, leadership shoes. Uh, if you had started the company working five, six, seven days a week, really hard to get it going. Um, and then someone came to you and suggested you cut that down to four days, uh, that it sounds appalling um, because of of how much work you've invested in it, and uh, and just try to be patient with your leadership and just pre- prevent or present the pros and cons to them, and uh, and put yourself in their shoes and just be empathetic on what they might be feeling at that kind of suggestion. And I think in the long run, we'll see a lot of companies going to this, um, and uh, and just just try to help. The company where you're at. Um, and I think that will go a long ways in getting the industry thinking more about this. Perfect.
3: All right. Thanks a lot, Derek. Appreciate you coming on.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Derek as much as we did. But now we're going to do a little bit of an after guest discussion talking about the four day work week. Now that we've been. Now that we've had our heads filled with a bunch of great insight from somebody, Derek, who's literally on the front lines of the four day work week, doing it right now, live from the power of the Internet. Uh, actually, a little bit. I thought that was going to be kind of a joke, but a fully remote company, its kind of not a joke. But Mike, you wrote the notes for this little piece, so I'll let you take this this away before I ramble on about our schedule or something else. That's just crazy.
3: Yeah, like this was this was a really interesting interview. I didn't realize we were going to get so much key information so much firsthand information i mean obviously he's a firsthand source and that's why i wanted to have someone on that actually did this transition and did it recently and was part of the leadership that kind of put it in in place uh because there's a lot to think through when you're making this transition right like there's a lot of gotchas that you might not figure out where you're like oh well you know we can just transition uh and all of a sudden you know You have that issue with the meetings where like you have too many meetings and now you're killing off even more productivity time. So if your leadership is not willing to make sacrifices themselves, I feel like this is a lose situation, like you're going to lose. But if you have a really good way of promoting it and, you know, speaking to your leadership and your leadership is open to like, okay, we need like this is not going to be just a we do this and that's it. This is going to be we do this and we adapt as we go That kind of mindset could make for a much better experience going to something like this, like whether it's the four-day work week, whether it's even work from home, because again, all those things require a very significant shift in mindset. Nothing is going to be exactly the same as it was, but you can definitely make something that's really good for yourself and for the employees that you have working under you. Um, that's kind of like what I got from his conversation. Uh, it seemed like his company was very excited about it. I think like the big thing that really, I I, I would have loved to be in that room, like that meeting that they were doing, uh, where they announced it and be like, hey guys, we're just actually giving you a day to yourselves. And we're in for, like, we're very much kind of pushing you to take that day for yourself. I I feel like there would have been a lot of like, what, like you're giving us a day? And then I would have immediately been like, "Hey, uh, are you taking money from us as well?" And obviously, as you heard in the interview, they did not do that. So it it seems like a really exciting place to be in, uh, and it seems like an exciting time for us as well because this is the forefront of it. Like, it's not widespread in any way, shape, or form. People are just starting to talk about it. There's maybe a couple handfuls of companies, like, and I'll mention them as we go, like uh, that have tried it and have like there's a few that have fully implemented it, but there's a bunch that are like doing trials and like a team here and a team there and a team in this country and a team in that country and seeing how it goes. But it's it's just really I think it's a good thing. Like for me personally, a four-day work week is something that I would love to have, especially maybe a little a little bit further down the line in my career, because getting a day back in my life and having a day to recover and do like chores around the house or go for a hike or go see family would just make so much like a huge difference in my life. And I would be way more excited to actually do the work than having, you know, the situation where you're kind of grinding yourself down. One little thing, and I I don't have it written in my notes that I want to kind of bring up is like, I wonder what the situation would be like going back to a five day work week after a four day. So there's a bunch of trials that did four day work weeks and failed. Uh, again, probably, there's probably a bunch of factors, but one of them being that the management was not willing to adjust their schedules for the four day. And that will, that will lead to failure 100% of the time. Um, but regardless, imagine doing four day work week for like six months and then going back to a five day like I feel like they probably had some pretty serious pushback on that. Would do you think that, Matt?
1: I I don't know. I I'm really eccentric uh when it comes to schedules, uh actually. And like I didn't mention this during the interview um because we were focusing on the four-day work week stuff, but I'm really eccentric with schedules. And what I mean by that is I, I, I really hate when things are scheduled <laughs> which I know sounds really ridiculous um, and so like I, I kind of wanted to mention this right now because it'll kind of like shape my tone th- throughout this the rest of this conversation here but I've always hated the idea of you being restricted like okay you you know you grow up and then you're an adult now and you like you were know we're stuck in school for five days a week or whatever it is. And then like, you know, so you couldn't do anything on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but then, you know, on the evenings or Saturday, Sunday, you could. And I always thought it was really bizarre that when you like grew up and got older, that if I needed to go to the bank and it's an urgent matter and it just so happened that the urgent matter happened on a Friday. So they're closed Saturday, Sunday, let's say, and I need to go there Monday. It's sort of like, no, I can't. And I always thought of that as being like, Am I just like a child again? And I know that's ridiculous. Um, I know that some people are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? But I'm just, the one of the reasons why I wanted to start my own company is because I wanted to be able to just like go and if I have to do something on a Monday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Tuesday, Friday, whatever, I can just go and do that. Now, there's obviously limitations. You have to schedule meetings. You have to schedule deadlines. That's fine. But I've always been really strangely against this like really strict sort of scheduling. Now there's mental health implications. Some people say you have to have a, a a routine and and then this and that. And I'm not, I'm no psychologist and I can't really comment on that. Um, But I just wanted to kind of lay that out right now. Um, And so to answer Mike's question of whether there would be backlash from going from a four to a five, I think was the question, right, Mike, if you were doing a four day trial, four-day work week trial and then you went back to five. Uh I would be like pretty upset because I would fill that day probably with stuff. And that stuff doesn't have to be really important stuff. It doesn't doesn't have to be bank meetings and and I don't know getting the car fixed or whatever. You know, it can be I'm going to sit down, play some video games, and that's it. And like it doesn't have to be something that's super important, but I'm going to fill that day and kind of get into that schedule, into that mindset of Now that day is full of something now that Friday or that Monday or whatever extra day they're giving me is is full. And now I need to recombobulate or just cancel that stuff, whether it be actual, you know, important financial stuff like a bank or even just playing video games or watching movies or going out or whatever it is, whether it's leisure or serious or personal business or whatever family stuff. It would it would require some recombobulating, and so like personally, I would be conflicted internally. Now the thing is, is because the four day work week isn't super common, like it's becoming a thing that people talk about, but because it isn't super common, I would be like pissed off, but I wouldn't say anything, and I would just have to go back because it's not like I can go and easily go and find a four day work week company. Yeah. So That's true. you know, so it's it's one of those things where I would just be like, well. Great, and then that'd be that'd be it. Like there, like there it goes, and then I would just like become the five day work week person again.
3: <laughs> I feel like you would be a, a cynical five day work week person after that. Like I, I feel, I feel like the situation would be much worse than if you just never would have even brought up the four day work week at, at all. Like it, I agree I, with that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's better. Like if you're if you're gonna be that company that does it as a trial doesn't try to adapt to it, doesn't put in any effort into creating an environment for it to succeed and then kiboshes it and been like, see, it doesn't work. Just don't do it. Just don't fuck. Just literally just continue the way you are and hope for the best, I guess. Like, that's fine. I mean, everyone else is doing it. Like the four day work week is an extremely niche thing right now. So don't go down that path unless you're fully ready to commit to that path. Uh Because, yeah, I I don't, I, I agree with you, Matt. Like I would do the same thing. I'd be like, well, this is it. And I guess this is how I have to live now. But I would be in the back of my mind, not as happy. And I'd probably be a worse employee overall, not even intentionally, like just because of that situation. So yeah, it, it was just an interesting thought that I had because like, I was just thinking on his part, he's like, oh, I'm so like grateful for being in a four-day workweek company. And I was like, holy crap, imagine going from that back to a traditional workplace That would be crazy. Like that would just be such a crazy shift. It would be way crazier than I think going from a five to a four, right? Because that's like a more of a positive thing, obviously, for many people.
1: Well, I'll say I'll say this, too. and, And like I have like this, like they're probably just like different emotional states. But I have like these modes in my head where I can be like super cynical or I can be super angry and cynical or I can be like happy or like whatever. And I realize that's probably just emotional states, but in my own head, it feels like different modes. Like, oh, like that day I was tired, so I probably did this. That day I was this and I probably did that. And I would say that, you know, going going back to the four-day work week from or going back to the five-day work week from the four-day work week would would probably like potentially well, it would probably hurt me for at least a year. Like it would probably hurt my productivity for at least a year. Or like I would like make my, depending on how much freedom I had, I would like make my Fridays light if I could, depending on schedule. And here's another thing, too, is this is why I mentioned the whole like mo- the whole like modes or emotional states is if I was one of these managers and I know everyone says like, if I was a manager, I'd fix this. Like what what I'm saying is, is this is I have this like mode sometimes where when I see very obvious inefficiencies or very obvious, I don't know whether it's laziness or whatever, it really pisses me off. So I'll give an example If Mike and I are doing something, I don't know what it is, like we're trying to fix a car and the car needs a new fuel pump. It just needs a new fuel pump, right? I'm not a mechanic, but just bear with me here. It needs a new fuel pump. And we know that. And it won't start without a new fuel pump. If Mike's going to go and like do the, the basics, like if he's like, you know what, Matt, like let's try a couple other things other than the fuel pump. Let's go and check this and check this and check this. I'm just going to like, because for, for, at this point I'm pissed off because the car is broken. I'm going to just tell him like, so you're just going to waste your time. Like, I'm going to get angry and be super blunt. So if I was in one of these companies and they were like, we're going to try a four day work week, but, you know, manager A, B, C and D doesn't want to change their schedule. They don't want to change the workload. They don't want to do this. Don't do that. I would just say to them, I'd be like, close the book on it. I'm not even going to sign off on this. Mm. There's no point. I don't even care. I'm not even going to talk about this. Like, if you're already kiboshing it, like, kiboshing it, and you're already not willing to bend, then, like, I'm out. Like, I'm already out. Like, like this is a waste of time. Goodbye. And I realize that that's super blunt, but it's also super efficient. And I notice that people will do these weird, like, inefficiency things, and, like, I I do them, too, where, you know how, like, if you really don't want to do something, so, like, let's say, for example, Mike, like, you're, I don't know. You're trying to write a book. (laughs) You're trying to write an ebook, and you have to sit down at Microsoft Word at your computer and type. But you just don't want to do it for some reason. Like you do, but you don't in the moment. So you try to find like other kind of important things to do. Like, oh, I'll just clean. Like, you know, as long as I'm being productive during this time, like I set this uh, this this like uh, hour aside to work. But like, I'm going to clean and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And you're like beating around the bush because you just like, for whatever reason, don't want to write or you have writer's block or whatever, and you don't want to write. You don't want to like sit there and do it. So you do like other chores to be like, yeah, see, I was productive. I just didn't do my goal or I didn't like do the writing that I had set aside. But like I did all this other stuff. It's like I feel like when a four if when and if a four day work week trial or any this can be applied to a bunch of stuff like I've already said writing. I feel like this issue or like this sort of beating around the bush is like super um common and it and i like i said i do it too so it's like it, it probably just human nature but like i get pissed off when i when i identify it and i'll just be like you're literally doing something that means nothing we're trying to do this you're doing this that's useless and if i'm in one of these like modes where i'm just like super cynical and like productivity driven i'm going to be like that's useless why are you doing that and they'll be like well I'm like no 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 well is it reaching this goal? No. Well, then like then we're not even going to try the four day work week then. And like, I feel as though like the the idea might even be like, is it self-sabotage where they don't want to do it, but they're, they they want to keep the employees happy. So they say like, oh, we'll do a trial and then we'll just say it failed, like, you know, a little bit of tinfoil hat there. But like it's you know, if if, if it's so obvious that the person isn't it's like, oh, I need to fix my computer. I know what I'll do, I'll start with the mouse. Like, like what are you doing? The computer's not booting. Like the mouse? Like you're gonna start with the mouse? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean you're gonna start with the mouse? And so, like, it the four-day work week is a simple concept that has a difficult implementation due to logistics and due to changes that you need to do in your company's productivity structure and due to changing shifts for employees and you know, changing how work is done and when deployments are done and stuff like this, as we discussed with Derek. And if you're not willing to do those other steps, even just discuss them, I'm just going to cut you down right there. If I was a manager, I'd be like, you know what? Like, we're not going to I'm not going to implement this. I'm not going to pay attention. Like, like this is this is nonsense. I'm out of this meeting. Bye.
3: Yeah, I I see. I see what you're saying. And and again, like I I stated the same thing, like don't don't even try it if you're not willing to bend to it, Mm -hmm. because you can't do it without bending like we Derek just showed us what they had to go through to make it work. Like they had to do some work themselves. Absolutely. The, the management, the ownership, they had to do some work and they were willing to do it. And yeah, now it's a success. Now they have great employee retention. Now they have great employee happiness, quote unquote, and all that. Like they, they're good. Like they're, they did it and it's working. Again, these large banks and stuff like that, that have tried it and said, no, it doesn't work. It was exactly that situation, almost a guarantee. I'm not saying 100% because I don't know the inside of workings of the banking industry. I'm not going to call them out right now. Uh, but regardless, I know that it was some inefficiency that they weren't able to like account for because their management was very strict and, or something like that. They did just, they just weren't able to get it because it, in general, the ethos of it and the idea of it does work and does pay dividends because there are there have been multiple studies newest study coming from Japan and Microsoft studies in New Zealand uh do, that that I worked studies in Canada I think Nova Scotia or something did a study i have i'll have that all that stuff linked in the resources section of the show notes so make sure to check it out this is probably the most in depth resources section that I've, i'm gonna have ever because <laughs> i've done a just a crap ton of research on it so I'm glad this, you did I didn't yeah, do this it. <laughs> is this is this is where this is where you want to actually go into our show notes and check it out because there's just so much interesting information in there that i'm not going to be able to cover right now uh just because this is matt and i's discussion and we already had kind of our first party source but there's so many other potential benefits of a four-day work week that aren't so obvious and one of them is increased productivity like it is possible to actually cut a day and get more work done, which is really, really, you know, backwards to the approach of, you know, throw more hours at the problem. Like kind of like we talked about with Derek. Yes, in some cases, maybe that does work and throwing more hours does work. And especially if you're keeping the salary the same, your burn rate the same, there is an issue there where like you could be burning way more money and you don't have enough hours. But in my opinion, I think this, like there are some studies that have tested this and, and implemented it properly there is a way to kind of make it so that people's flow state people's deep work is much more efficient and we all know that like developers especially know that in the deep work hours one hour of deep work is worth like three hours of just you know trying to dick around and try to you know clean your apartment while not doing work stuff that matt was saying like you know that that that's the that's the kind of not deep work stuff that you want to avoid if you can increase an employee's deep work by like 20%, let's say that 20% makes up like a day makes up for that day that you're missing and if you can increase it by 30% all of a sudden you're increasing productivity so i think it's totally possible to cut down to a four-day work week increase productivity of your team because the way this works is that you're giving people that extra day to relax. You're giving people that extra day to recuperate and they're able to then focus for longer periods of time. People have trouble focusing. It's just like a known fact. A lot of people have trouble focusing. And when you have trouble focusing, working more is not going to help you focus more. Resting has been proven to help focus more in the work during the work hours. So, Giving people that time to recover, that extra day to recover, could potentially help your company actually perform better down the line. Now, this is all caveat driven because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of factors at play here. Like you know, certain people have harder times to get into deep work. Certain people won't be able to relax during that extra day because maybe they'll they'll have like. Chores piled on them because they're at home and they have three kids and stuff like that. So maybe that extra day is actually a nuisance to them. That's totally a possibility. Like it it might not be for everyone. Nothing is for everyone. But I think for like a lot of people, and I want to say the majority, that extra day will allow them to relax a little bit more and allow them to recover and be more productive at work. Totally a possibility. The other thing is it provides a better opportunity for an equal workplace. This one's a little bit more complicated. It's not as direct and easy, but essentially what it'll do is that what, what's one of the more expensive things about having a family and having children. I don't have children. Matt doesn't have children, but I've done my research into this. One of the more expensive things is the childcare. And one of the things that like kind of eats away at you is also the child care because if you're at work eight to 10 hours a day, you're also not with your kids, And I know for parents, that's a problem. Like they don't want to be at that situation. So usually what happens or a lot of the times what happens, one of the parents will stay home with the kids more often than not. Maybe they'll do a part-time work or something like that. And that obviously eats away at the opportunities for that family. Like there's profit that they're losing. And a lot of the times, like even if one person goes back to work, they're paying more money for daycare. So it's kind of like minimizing their their salary anyway, because daycare is so expensive. With a 4-day work week, you have one less day to worry about. You have one more day to spend with your kids, and you have just a better opportunity for both for the entire family, like for the, you know, the husband and the wife to be able to do full-time jobs and balance work, especially if they're kind of like alternating days as well, if that's even possible. But like in the future, it might be one 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 four day work weeks are more and more spread. You might be able to get into a situation where, you know, the husband, the husband works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and has Friday off. And maybe the, the wife works uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and has Monday off. And then they only have to take care of like three days. So like you could have crazy amounts of uh, workplace equality, which is awesome that one that one's a little again that one's you you have to think a little bit a little bit through that one it's not as easy to picture
1: well it's also different because some governments will pay you like childcare benefits this and that so like every jurisdiction in country and god knows wherever else you live you know every place is going to be different correct cuz i saw a reddit post recently and this is just a reddit post but like they were saying that in this particular family's case the like his this this guy was writing it and he said his wife may as well not work because the child care benefit she was receiving wherever they lived was almost equivalent to the job income that she would be receiving in salary or you know hourly or whatever and so therefore it didn't make sense because child care was X and he like wrote out the whole budget so it, it's a complex topic and it's per family and per, place per child's live. needs and per where you live and it's a whole thing
3: in, in Canada it's it's actually really complex too because we have Every province has a different subsidy. I think in the states as well, every state has a different subsidy and stuff like that. But especially here, like I know Ontario and Quebec are very, very different in this. Like on, in in Quebec, daycare costs are I think like five or six times less than in Ontario. Like they're ridiculously low uh, compared to Ontario, and uh, it's much more affordable. Like here, I know we had friends that that have have a child and um, kind of to get a mortgage you the ideal way to get a mortgage is to have two incomes. And what you can do is like if you have two incomes, you can get a larger mortgage because if one person like you know, gets out of a job, there's less chance of you defaulting on the mortgage. That's the kind of logic. So you get a better mortgage. Uh, but his wife uh, could only get a job at like some sort of, you know, lower rate. And It actually cost them more to put their kid into daycare. So more money to pay than what she was making, but they still did that because of the mortgage situation. So that kind of mindset is kind of screwed up, right? Like when you're, when you're making less money than what you're paying for daycare, that's a, that's obviously a problem. So again, this could help that situation. I'm not saying it's helping right now, but it could be in the future. Another thing with with this is better employee engagement. Like I mean, this one this one's pretty obvious. The more you the more you give your employees a day off, which is a significant give, the more they're willing to work for your company. We heard that, we heard that with Derek, right? Like Derek was saying like everyone seems to be pretty on board with the company right now because they're getting that extra day. And that's absolutely the case. I, I would be too. Like if I was if I was working for a five day company, and all of a sudden they offer me four days, yeah, I would be like, holy shit, my company's awesome, and I'd be telling everyone about it. I'd be working harder to ensure that I'm keeping that four day work week, and I'd be more invested in the the success of that not only the four day work week, but that company, so that that kind of situation can, you know, go to my wife or go to my friends, so that we can hang out on the Friday that we have off. I don't know, like it's just. It makes sense and it's just a logical direction for getting your employees more engaged in your company. The other thing is smaller carbon footprint. Again, this is not as as simple, but if you're doing a four-day work week from a not work from home environment, one less day of traveling on a grand scale, like obviously five companies doesn't matter, thousand companies doing work from home, going into offices, that's a lot of cars. That's a lot of electricity in the buildings. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff.
1: Have you ever driven to Toronto at rush hour in the morning? Brutal. That's a lot of cars. I mean, I've never seen. I've never seen that many cars. Yeah. And then that's not me like being funny. Like I'm. I'm serious. Like you literally look down the highway and you're like, this isn't a highway. This is a row of cars.
3: I live and I look at a highway. Like my my window is towards the highway. That highway that Matt's mentioning to Toronto, and it's just massively packed all the time. It's insane how many cars are there. And sometimes you'll get caught like randomly too like there's just cars all the time and if we can limit that amount of cars that'll be better for so many different things. Yes, smaller car footprint for sure, but not only that it'll be better for like everyone out there on the roads because they'll be able to get home faster, they'll have a better work workplace relationship, like work home relationship, all that, like that balance will be better. So yeah. Those are kind of like the four the four things that aren't as obvious in the potential benefits, right? Um but I want to kind of pass it off to Matt a little bit and then I'll discuss I think I've already kind of talked about what it means to me but and I guess Matt have you, you you've kind of said what the four day work week would mean to you, right? Like your your thought processes, you don't you work better asynchronously. That's what I I understood from your like uh from your spiel before was that You really don't like structure. You want work to be kind of when you are inspired to do it. You want to be able to sit down and do it. And when you need to go to the doctors, you want to go to the doctors without having to check in with your boss or without having to check in with your team or whatever, because that's what you want to do at that time. Is that right?
1: Yeah. And, and I think it, I think it stems and like, this is only my opinion. So, and like my thoughts, cause I don't have like a sample size. I'm not a psychologist, but I think, I think people or at least myself, like I'm pretty hard on myself for everything, uh, which probably isn't great, but I'm pretty hard on myself for everything. And so I find that if I like screw something up at work or in personal or anything, like I'm really hard on myself for like days or however long, uh, I, deem, I deem myself to be hard on myself. And so like having a boss or, you know, someone else, you know, also rip on me is just like icing on the cake and it really beats me down even more. But the reason why I mention this is it sounds like it's off topic, but it isn't is I feel like that trait, you know, my mental trait or whatever, um, clearly a psychologist here, <laughs> but that like that like trait I have, you know, plays into me having a little bit of like work ethic uh or like a uh, work responsibility where you know there will be times where I'll be like, you know damn, like I am getting behind on this and I would I just need to bang this out and I'll work for the full 16 hours, I'll work 16 hours, two days in a row, three days in a row, whatever it is, and I'll just bang it out. But then if there's a sh- if there's a slow week, then there's just a slow week and I would prefer to just do whatever, you know, go here, go there um, and so like my pre- my preferred way, and this probably doesn't work at scale, To be clear, it probably does not work at scale, meaning large teams. But my preferred way is, you know, here's a bunch of tasks. They're all written down, you know, whether there's meetings that are scheduled or deadlines that are there, whatever it is, here's your task list and go do it whenever you can. And so there's been times where I'm like, you know what? Like, uh, I have a friend that's going to, you know, he's, he's rarely in town. He's in town today. He wants to do something today. I don't want to have like a very strict one hour lunch with, with said friend, I'm going to take the afternoon or whatever, however long, you know, he's around. I'll hang out with him the whole afternoon or even just for an hour, whatever he is, whatever he's doing. I'm not going to care about work, but I'll, I'll start work at 11 PM tonight. And I know that a lot of people are like, whoa, you're crazy, but that's just how I do it. Like, I'll just work, you know, I'll just do like a night shift tonight. But then like, I might just wake up and then also do more work in the afternoon. Um, that's just how I get things done. Because the thing is, is. There's nothing worse and I find that my productivity drops when you're, you know, stuck doing something, you know, you're, you're, you're working away on something and then there's something that is happening at that time. Maybe there's like a friend gathering or whatever it is that you want to do, but you're like, no, I can't, whatever. And I still have to do that sometimes. Obviously I can't be just doing, you know, friend stuff all the time, but I, I like the idea of being available for stuff. But then also I have like since I'm hard on myself, I also just get my stuff done. Like I was telling Mike, I have a couple of things that I was supposed to do early this week. So, you know, I kind of like set like a loose deadline of, let's say, like end of day Wednesday when I say early in the week, because that's midweek. So um, I say like early this week, I'm going to like start this. And I was telling Mike, like I've been working on editing a bunch of podcast episodes because we're rather far ahead in terms of recording. And I just realized like, damn, like I missed two or three tasks. So, you know, maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll do it all night, maybe I'll do it tomorrow night, maybe I'll do it tomorrow during the day. Like it really just depends. Now there's like limitations and there's issues with this method. Obviously at scale, you know, being free form may not work, especially if you have, you know, people that aren't motivated by themselves, they prefer like a schedule. Uh, or they need a schedule or they need someone to micromanage them. Some people prefer being micromanaged. Uh, I mean, those people are probably rare, but some people prefer to be micromanaged. Some people prefer a schedule. Some people prefer no involvement from management. You know, it's just, it, there's a spectrum of like how much you want management to bug you type of thing. And I'm in that spectrum of like, I'll get it done. Just leave me alone. You know, short of you updating me on what the project needs to be, I just want to be left alone. So to me, like, four day work week is great. Right. But like, what if I really want to do something on that Thursday, but I don't really care about that Friday all day until the evening. So if you're going to give me a four day work week where I work Monday through Thursday and then I don't work Friday, that doesn't help me. So I would prefer to like take that Thursday off and just like go and do stuff. And then if I get back early from whatever it is on Thursday, I'll go and I'll do a little bit of work, but I'm not willing to, at least at this point, like I'm not willing to like schedule myself now i realize that i'm like rather privileged to being be able to be to do this like you know we run our own company i can kind of do this i schedule meetings and stuff like that in the afternoon so when there's a scheduled thing i obviously show up to it. i'm not just going to not show up Uh, i just prefer to do my meetings in the in the afternoon uh and so like that's when i schedule most of my stuff but it's just it's just one of those things where i like that is just my preferred method of doing things um and I realize that that might screw me if, like, I ever need to like re-enter the workforce and like do like a regular thing. Like, I'm probably just going to be like a drone, <laughs> like a really boring drone, or it's just like, okay, here we go, and then I'm just going to like completely like lose motivation. Like, I, I feel like that is a risk. It'll come back. Like, I'm sure it'll be a couple of weeks, and then I'll be normal. Um, but like, I just prefer this free form method over anything. Four day work week is getting closer, so it sounds good, but I just prefer this freeform method.
3: Right. So, the, the freeform method, I think, is mostly called async work. Uh, that's, like, like the technical term for it, but your, your async work is a little bit more flexible than a, a, a true, like, true async work environment, where async work is, like, literally never have meetings, literally never have uh, situations where multiple people need to be on a call at the same time, stuff like that. So it's very not flexible. I think that total probably possible if you're managed correctly and if you have the right team, like it has to be a very, very right team and it probably has to be small. But your way of doing async work with the flexibility of being able to schedule meetings and work together and stuff like that uh, is probably the more realistic way. And I think it is... Totally possible. Uh, Is it possible at scale? I'm not sure. But again, if you have the right team and I have the right management, I think you can make it work. Now, okay, so the four day work week in your situation, let's kind of adapt it a little bit. What if I were to say, like, yes, I understand your Thursday, Friday problem, right? Uh, What if you have to work four days a week? Doesn't matter which days but it has to be four days a week. You can't work on the fifth day. Like I will refuse, I will not allow you to work on the fifth day. You wouldn't like that because of this, because it would kind of give you pseudo structure or would you like it because you're forced to take a day off when you wouldn't take a day off before?
1: I think... So you're saying I can choose which four days I want. Yes, work. correct. It's it's closer. Like it's still. Stru- this sounds ridiculous, right? Like this is like a utopian. Like hey, let's have no structure. Um, you know, it sounds great. Uh, it sounds like it's closer. Like a free form, if you will, four day work week, like you're describing, is better. Like it's getting closer to what I want. I think. I think what I want, and this might just be a website thing. Is you know, even when I was younger, I you know had. Uh, like a fascination with websites and how they made money and stuff like this. Uh And like, I was always like curious because I was just in computers and internet was new. That's how old I am. The internet was new to me uh, when I was pretty young. So like, I didn't like always have internet there. So like when the internet came out, I was like, holy crap, like why are people writing all this thing, these things type of thing? And I was a kid. So it wasn't like that in depth of a thought, but like that kind of like just little spark kind of stayed with me. And the reason why I mentioned this is because the way I think of it is, is like, if I do my work, it doesn't matter what time it is. And I publish the work on a site or on a contributory basis. So like I'm contributing my editing skills, audio editing skills to this podcast. This podcast comes out short of there being an issue on time. It gets scheduled, whatever. It doesn't matter whether I edited it today, yesterday, four weeks before. It doesn't matter. There's a deadline. I hit the deadline. And so I'm contributing to something that's now there. You guys, the listener, can go and listen to it. And it's the same thing with a website. If I write a blog post, I can put it out there. And unless it's some sort of weird, like, time-limited blog post, you guys can watch it or go uh, uh, read it. Go listen to it if it's a podcast-related post, you know. You guys can go and do that and partake in what I've contributed to. And so even a team at scale, for something that's contributory, so it's like, I'm gonna hire Mike. Let's just say Mike is a, a person I don't know. I go to Mike and I say, Mike, you know, you, you know a lot about Vue, Vue.js, my viewers for htmlallthethings.com. they want a bunch of Vue stuff. I'm gonna give you eight weeks to write four articles on how to get started on Vue. This is how many words I want go. And then like, I shouldn't have to bug you. And I don't care whether you start at two in the morning, three in the morning, you write an hour a day, or you write all four in one day. I don't care. Here's the deadline. And then you contribute that to the website. And then it just sits there and it, you know, generates its money, generates its views. It does whatever you need to do. Yes, there's a more of an active role here. I'm oversimplifying, but it it is it is a contributory project in that you're contributing to the site. And now that work of of which you're involved with, you're just the writer. Your, your your work is done. You've done it. You've contributed it. And it continues to pay dividends, hopefully. And that's just sort of how it is. And so, like, that is how I could see it working at scale. So maybe I'm always thinking of contributory work, if that's even correct, where you're contributing to a project and now it's there. An example of not of, in my mind, and I'm not using real terms here, or like official terms of non-contributory work is. You sitting out like a a factory on a factory assembly line. Nothing wrong with that. You know, you're sitting there, you're, let's say you're always attaching the wheels on a car, you're on a car assembly line, you're always attaching the, uh, the passenger side wheels. That's what you do. The two wheels, boom, boom, you know, you uh, screw them in, bolt them in, whatever you do. And that's it. You are, yes, you're contributing to those cars, but that work just keeps coming in and it just keeps coming in and coming in. And coming in and I worked at a factory, too. I worked at a food factory and I felt like like, sure, I'm contributing to making muffins and stuff like this. It was a it was a factory bakery. I'm contributing to making muffins and bagels and stuff like this. Sure, I am technically contributing. But what I mean by that is like my work is never done. But if you write your four view articles, sure, you have more writing, let's say, on the horizon, if you're a professional writer, but your view writing articles are done like you've completed a task. You've contributed that, and now you go to do something else, whether it's related or not, doesn't matter. And I think I prefer that, and I think that type of work would be at scale. But if you're working on, taking into programming, an app, you're absolutely contributing to that app. You know, let's say you make the user interface to the web app. You're making this user interface, hooray! You know, you're building it out. You're doing all the UX stuff. You're working on it for years. If you notice, like, yeah, you are contributing to it. You're building this UI. People are using it. That's all fine. That's great. You know, nothing wrong with that. But if that app has like a has like a a, a never ending update uh, cycle, if that app you know you presume that app will never ever get discontinued, and you're just going to keep making it like you know updating it and updating it and updating it and, and it just keeps going and going and going and going. If you feel as though like if or if that's how the structure of your app is then like the work is never done. Like you're just consistently contributing to the same thing. And you could argue with me and say, well, you're just consistently contributing to the same websites. And you'd be right. This is just how I like mentally compartmentalize this stuff. Whereas we're doing this episode right now. And then later I'm going to edit it. And then later I'm going to publish it. And then later I'm, you know, and then later I'm going to write my articles about it. Like my little show notes, Mike's going to help with that. We're going to post that on the HTML, all the things website. And now this episode is done. So to me, it's like, okay, boom, put the stamp on it. I've done this little piece. There's not another identical episode coming down that assembly line, getting ready for me to do it. And that's sort of where I sit at. And so when you put me in a structure and maybe I'm like going off too long on this, but like when you put me in a structure, I feel as though like the work just keeps like moving in and now there's like a little bit more to do and a little bit more to do and a little bit more to do and that's one reason why i did like working on it is because i liked oh hey you know uh jim is having trouble with his mouse go over there fix the guy's mouse leave oh jill is having trouble with her speakers go over to her desk fix her speakers and i've like 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 that's over I'm not going to continually every day need to fix Jill's speakers and and Jim's mouse. Like I've contributed that piece. Okay, boom. Great. I've done it. Like it's done. And it's not like this assembly line of more speaker issues all the time.
3: Yeah. Unless you have like a speaker and pandemic going on in your uh, <laughs> workplace. But I, I, get, I get what you're saying. So actually, like the, what, what you're referring to more than anything is value-based building versus hourly-based building. So your structure – and that that's how like – it, it, to be fair, that's how we kind of bill for the most part. We don't usually try to bill hourly. We try to bill for a project and uh, then we complete that project, hand it over. We don't tell them how many hours we worked on it, nor should we. And that's that's a good system that works for us and that works for contract work especially. Uh, it's the kind of the probably the better way of going about it rather than being like, hey, this is going to take 150 hours and then billing per hour. Uh, it's It's a difficult thing because – what are these hours worth? What are these hours worth? Like really like you're, you are putting in different amounts of work and different kinds of works during the project with your expertise. Yeah. You can get a project done in three hours maybe, but you've had tons and tons of training to do that, to get it done in three hours. And how are you going to make it worthwhile for you? If you're going to put in all that training, do it in three hours and you're only going to get billed like whatever, $50 an hour or a hundred dollars an hour, even it doesn't make sense for you to do it. Um, because you're billing for your knowledge, you're billing for your value that you provide to the product. Like if a person is going to take your site that you created for him and generate, you know, six figures, seven figures, eight figures of income with it through the advertising that it provides, through the bill, like the e-commerce that provides, whatever, what is the value that you're providing them? Because that site that you just made, that you just gave them, if you charge a $1,000 for it. That that is so low, even though maybe it only took you a thousand, like you know, quote unquote, a thousand out a thousand dollars worth of hours of work. But you've put in a ton of of your knowledge into it. So therefore, you know, okay. Anyway, having said that, that's a whole separate conversation, and I'm glad that we went down that path because it is important to kind of note that there are different ways of thinking about the work week, and there are different ways of thinking about generating income. But in this back to the four-day kind of aspect to it, understood like it just doesn't work for you because it provides some sort of structure and the structure kind of goes against your way of working, your ideal way of working, I should say. I'm sure you could adapt to it, but your ideal way of working. Now, having said that, for me, I'm more – I do have a more structured personality. Like I, I kind of like structured work sometimes. Um, I do believe in value-based billing, like I was talking about, but I do also believe that a, like a, a regular work week can be productive for people, not everyone, but for, for a certain group of people. And for me thinking about it, if I was, if, if people were t- to tell me like, Hey, four day work week, we're going to pay you the same amount of money. You have to not work on that fifth day or do like a really slow work for like a few hours and that's it. And you have to take it off. That to me would be like a pretty big bonus because as a developer and as a person that's constantly creating stuff, I have a very hard time stopping work sometimes where I'll be like, should I be working? Like I'm in this mode of like, I feel bad for watching TV sometimes because I'm like, damn, I could have spent like that two hours, you know, building out that feature or something like that. And It's a really difficult break off for me. Whereas if I was forced to take it off, I'm almost positive that I would have a better work-life balance and I would be able to accomplish more. Because again, that forcing that, like that thing of where like, Hey, almost the entire company is taking this off at this time. So if you're working, you're actually being outside of that, you know, the routine of that company. So maybe don't do that. It would allow me to actually take that time and use it for myself and relax the proper way rather than my like panic way of relaxing of like, shit, I should be working, but I'm trying to relax right now anyway. Now, obviously not all the time. Sometimes I can't actually, I'm not, I'm not panicking at all times when, (laughs) when I'm watching TV or playing a game, that's not the case. But like a lot of the time, for sure, it, it comes into my mind where I should be like, I'm thinking I'm watching something or I'm doing something fun. And In my mind, I'm like, I should be working. So I do. Well, there's
1: I I have a a comment on that, actually, Mike. And and, and it's like, it's not to interject all of a sudden, but um, one of the things is, is like, it's not really a panicked feeling. It's like an anxiety feeling because, okay, so this is how I, so I have like two phones now, work phone, personal phone. And when I, you know, work for the day, you know, I'll get like tired and stuff. And then I just go like, you know what, I'm done for the day. And I, it, it feels like I've accomplished my work. So I have less anxiety about doing something fun like i'll go play some video games go with my girlfriend do whatever and like i don't feel anxious because it's like hey i you know i just like my excuse to myself is like hey i did this today like hey i built this whatever today but on the weekend i like struggle because like i put my put my work phone down and i walk away and i don't check it but i think about checking it a lot And it's like, I have like given in and went and checked, nothing's going on and I leave. And if I were to check and something was going on, I'd be really pissed off because now it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to stop thinking about it. It's like an anxiety of, you can't turn off the productivity machine in your head. Yep. You know what I mean?
3: It's it's frustrating, but it is like the reality of, I guess, our business. Um, We got to just, I guess, get better at it and try to take that time for ourselves. I think when you you nailed it on the head. When I feel like I have a really productive day and that happens sometimes, like tongue in cheek, uh, it sometimes does happen. I do feel <laughs> a lot better about playing games or watching TV or going out and doing something. Whereas if I feel like I didn't have as a productive day, I feel like shit going and doing that because I'm like, well, now I'm cheating myself, maybe my clients or whatever. Like, But realistically, you're not going to have a productive day every day, every time. Especially because we are putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. And we are, we're not like, like just to be full disclosure here, Matt and I are not doing the four day work week. Like, we don't have that, we don't have the ability to do that right now, currently. I do want to implement it at some point for us, or for me, I guess, personally, because I'm not going to implement something for Matt. He's, I'm not like, you know, I'm not in control of a, a wild Matt in card. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, he's a <laughs> wild card. But for myself, I do want to implement that at some point. Uh, and have a hard cutoff and only work four days, but like I just, it's not going to be right now, and I'm going to work towards doing that. I think that's the whole point. And I went down this path of learning about the four day work week to see how to slowly start to approach that topic with my clients, with the contracts that I'm working with, with the HT Model Things project, with everything. Like, how do we do it? And again, all the stuff that we talked about does help. Us get to that point. I do before we end this, and I think we'll end it soon. I do want to bring bring attention to a few a few companies that have like started implementing this and seems to have gone forward with it. So Microsoft uh, did a Japan like a Japan study where they said it was extremely successful. Again, I'm going to have all that linked in the show notes. Don't worry. Japan uh, Japan itself, I'm pretty sure, has just put out a statement as a government. Saying that they're encouraging other companies to do the four-day work week. And I'm pretty sure their emperor, even I, I know he's just like quote unquote emperor, whatever. Uh, even their emperor has come out and said that he's encouraging this like effort as well. Like, so they want to kind of start moving towards a more work-life balance as well. And that's a big deal because I don't know if everyone knows, Japan is very work culture oriented. Their, their culture is like extreme work to the point where like people die at their desk and stuff like that on a pretty, like on a very consistent basis Uh and people will sleep at their desk because how a lot of their companies work and and it's getting slightly better maybe, but regardless how a lot of their companies work is like, you got to stay at your desk until your manager leaves. And a lot of the time the manager will stay there till like 10 PM or something. And you got to stay at your desk. That's the honor culture that whatever it is, that's their culture there. And that to me, that's a nightmare. Like that would be worst case scenario on all fronts possible. Like, and apparently the other thing is like, not only do you, you know, you might leave late, but it's also culturally important to kind of go out and ha- hang out with your coworkers right after work. So now you're leaving late, going to <laughs> oh hang out God. with your coworkers at like some restaurant, eating food, drinking. Sure, it's not work, but it is quote unquote like the culture of it. Like you're st- you're you're kind of supposed to do it. So now you're coming back home at like maybe best case scenario, 8 p.m. And then you have a couple hours you have to get up for work. So like their work-life balance is very, very bad.
1: Which is like a perfect storm, you know. Uh, Like the reason why I laugh is because I can't even imagine if I have something big tomorrow. If we had like a – we had like pretty much a a whole day, let's say, of recording today. If we had like a whole day of recording tomorrow, I can't even imagine being like, yeah, you know what, like after this – I'm going to go to the bar and hang out there and then I'll just get up tomorrow and start recording and stuff. Like there's no there's no chance, you know, like it's it's like a nervous laugh. It's like, holy crap, like like that's you know, that's a that's
3: a loaded schedule that they have there. Like that is a loaded schedule. It's intense. It's intense. And I mean, they have respect and stuff like that for their workers and all that. Like they have they have other things, other positives. They have like a, a workout thing that they do where they kind of, you know, as a company, do some sort of yoga or something. I don't know. Like it, 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 There's a bunch of little things, and I might be getting some of it wrong. Please correct me and on Twitter or something like that. But regardless, from what I've seen, from what I've read, from what I've watched, it's very, very work oriented, and it's very much honor. Like it's very much based on like you got to prove yourself as a person, and you've got to put everything into it, and it doesn't really end. Like you just. Sometimes you just kind of die at your desk, which is insane, insane to me. Like I want to go away from that. And I think Japan is now like as a government and a society is starting to realize that like that is bad. Like their fertility rate is way down. Like they, they don't have enough kids. Their population is declining. Why is it declining? Well, no one can freaking go home and do stuff to get that population going. Like if you don't, if you only have an hour <laughs> at home, like you can barely brush your teeth and you know, walk your dog and go to bed.
1: Imagine, imagine taking care of a child in that, in, in In, that uh, time, time frame as well. Exactly.
3: Like I wouldn't think I would, there would be no chance that I would even think about children in that kind of situation. There would be zero chance. That's the, I'm, I may be like an extreme case, but regardless, like it makes sense that they're starting to go down this path of trying to correct it. Because again, there's a lot of benefits to implementing something like this. It's not all like, oh, all of a sudden you have a day off. No, like. You have a day off. <laughs> like, you have an extra day to do stuff. Like, remember remember how you wanted to go to the doctors and you just couldn't get it? Remember how you wanted to, like, fix your car? Remember how you wanted to go visit this person? Like, yeah, you have that day now. Go do it.
1: You can go on, like, a bit of a day trip. Like, that's one of the things that sucks about just a weekend is that yeah. yesterday, yesterday I was at work and then tomorrow I'm at work. You know what I mean? It, like, on the Saturday, you know, it, it's encapsulated by work. You know, there's no day in between because you're like like i mean like on the saturday yesterday you're at work and then sunday tomorrow you're at work and so it's it's always either just over the horizon or you know it's just behind you
3: yeah it's a big deal like it it is a big deal having a long weekend every weekend just like it's it's really hard to comprehend and i'm sure everyone's like super excited about and they should be because it is just a really cool thing and like i yeah, I, th- that's what I wanted to say. Like, the, I just want to call out a couple more companies again. Like, I just want to bring attention to the people that are actually trying to do this as much as I possibly can. So another, uh, we talked about Microsoft. Buffer is another big one. So they've implemented it. They have a really cool article about how they implemented it, all the questions, all the nitty gritty stuff. Again, in the show notes, I'll, I'll point it out. Uh, Diamondback Covers has implemented I'm not sure what they do, but regardless, I'm pointing them out. Wildbit has implemented it. That's a fairly big company. I think it owns a bunch of companies. Uh, Again, Instinct.Vet, we just talked to to Derek. He implemented it and uh, him and his team did that. And uh, Volt Athletic implemented it and another kind of like a bigger group called Wanderlust Group implemented it as well. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch, but I kind of wanted to find at least a, a good list of them to know that, no, it's not like one or two. There is, it's starting to catch on. Um, it's starting to get there and there's governments involved now there's larger companies at play so this isn't you know this isn't a, a, a no a no chance scenario this is like if we all kind of pitch in and try to do our best to, to promote this kind of thing this could be sometime like happening sometime in our future
1: well the thing the thing is too is people that work 12s you know will be let's say, they'll do a four day work week and then a three day work week and then a four day work week. So like, I mean, this, the length of the shifts and stuff, you know, notwithstanding people that do 12 hour shifts, some of them do, you know, five out five days a week or even more. But in general, you know, there's a lot of 12 hour shift jobs or like really intense jobs that will be three days a week or four days a week on like a rotation, or maybe it's just always four days a week, whatever. So it's not completely new to companies either. You know, there's 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 schedules that change this now i'm not saying that if you work an eight hour job that you should be changing to 12s but i will say that at least there's a structure there so for the people that work those 12 hour shifts generally or more at least like a company like there's a higher chance of your company doing it at least in my opinion because there's data there like they can extrapolate right or interpolate i guess whatever um based upon like if you guys are doing eight hour eight hour days and you want to switch to four four day work weeks and you're a big company, they're going to want data. So maybe they don't want to do a trial first. They want to look at the data first. Well, they can get the data a little bit from the people or from the companies that run, uh, you know, whatever whatever business they're running that require those sort of shifts where, you know, the people are only on for four days max in a week. They can kind of take that data and then manipulate it like interpolate or ex, whatever it is, um. But they can use that data to then figure out what they what will probably happen to them. So it's good that we already have something similar in the in the workplace so that these the there's this isn't like a totally new concept where where like everyone in every job has always worked five days. And now all of a sudden it's like, hey, what the hell? Like, What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And there's no panic. It's like there is data that could be manipulated and, you know, taking a look like we could take a look at that. And now that there's actually literally people doing four day work weeks, there's even more data. So more data is good data because you want to know everything that you can on something like this as well. And I will say, you know, if 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 you are work an intense job, you know, I don't work an intense job, but like if you work an intense job, I could see having that extra day being really nice because. Maybe the intensity of that job can't drop. You know, it's not due to lack of management or whatever. It's just literally an intense job, whether it's physically demanding, mentally demanding, both. Having an extra day off is like a huge thing because you could sleep. You could just sleep on the Friday Mm -hmm. and then have a weekend after instead of like sleep. sleep, Yeah, like literally recover. If your job like like has to be because there's millions of types of jobs out there. If your job has to be intense I could see this and, like, you know, comment on our socials and stuff like this because I don't do this. So I'm just guessing or, like, estimating. But the, that uh, break, that extra day is literally a recovery day. And it would be, I think, huge because then you could go do something. You know, you it's not like you're spending the day recovering Friday or Saturday and then, and then as Sunday rolls around, you don't want to do anything because you don't want to get tired because you know Monday through Friday is going to be, you're going to be super tired, you know? So you have a day that's encapsulated by days off. So you have a day like Saturday, if you have the, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, you have a day like Saturday where you can run around, do whatever you want. And if you do have a really intense, you know, leisurely, <laughs> really intense, leisurely Saturday, you can have the Sunday to recover from that even. And so like you have this time to yourself so i could see in intense jobs especially this being rather helpful and you know only time and data will tell but
3: yep i agree That was a good point i like it uh but i think i think that's it that, that that's all i really have to say on the topic there's a lot more like let's be serious there's a lot more to say i could be talking for another probably two hours without a problem but i don't want to kind of b- belong the point and uh there is a lot of it going to be in a lot of information again in our show notes. So please do check those out though. I think they're for sure going to be on the htmlthings.com website this time. So that'll be a good opportunity oh, yeah, for that, you to actually check up. out the site. Yeah. Soft launch. The site
1: is up. Um, I think that runs, that's, uh, that's it, Mike. Uh, I think it's, unless you have anything else to add there. We can nope. uh, we can run the old conclusion. We've been talking for almost two hours now. Yeah, this is it's a long been, episode. Yeah, it's been
3: a lot of talking. So roll up the old conclusion. Let's take a break.
1: Uh, no, this isn't the the third day off. So remember, <laughs> <laughs> remember, uh, we're on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash html. The things. If you want to support the show? Go check that out. And many thanks to our three dollars tier patron Sean from RabbitWorks JavaScript on youtube.com slash RabbitWorksJavaScript, Garrick from LocalPath Computing and Web Design on localpathcomputing.com, Ryan Gatchell from Blue Black Digital on blueblackdigital.com, Chris from Self Web Designer on selfmadewebdesigner.com, Tim from The Web Hacker on thewebhacker.com, DL Ford from dlford.io, Bib Hashash from Nine Block Media on nineblockmedia.com. Jason from Geek Life Radio via geekliferadio.com, Michael Curie from MC Web Studio via mcwebstudio.ca, and Magnus from yesweb.se. Feel free to leave a comment or review on the platform that you are listening to this on, and this outro will sign us off.
0: You've been listening to HTML All The Things Podcast. Web development, web design, and small business. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you appreciate that we talk to you like human beings. And we hope you had some fun. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media. On Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon at HTML All The Things. And on Twitter at HTML Everything. Until next time, this is HTML All the Things. Signing off.